Well, welcome to the Resilient Leader Podcast with me, Pastor Greg Davenport, uh, pastor at One Hope Church as your host. And we want to grow you biblically as a strong person and a leader in your family, in your life, in your church, and in your community. Hey, you're starting in on the front end. This is episode one of the podcast. And we're going to start out with a hot topic today with, uh, with Pastor Daniel Owens, who is with me today. And uh, we have just finished uh, preaching a tag team message uh, uh, at One Hope Church on this topic as well. You know, our culture today is so divided in so many different ways. So many whether it's racially, whether it's just different backgrounds, socioeconomic type things, or as we talked before we started the podcast, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated or you want to wear a mask or you don't want to wear That's a mask. It. I mean, we're so divided in our, in our nation and our culture today. But today we're going to focus on, on racial diversity, and we want to talk about it from a biblical perspective. And so... You know, Daniel, I, I know you as a pastor. I also know you as an evangelist. <laughs> um, I also, I, I would, I, would, I, I kind of made up a term. I would uh, call you a Jesus activist. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's any kind of activist that's a good activist to be, I think it's a Jesus activist. <laughs> I, I really, I want people to know Jesus. Yes. Even if they don't know my name. And I, and I know that about you. I mean, we've done a lot of good things together for years, and, uh, and so I also would call you a great friend. Yes, so, yes. So uh, I appreciate it. So, uh, so Daniel, just, just to start out, maybe some people that are listening uh, don't know much about you at all. I mean, I've, I've described you from, from my vantage point, but tell us just a little bit about yourself. Well, there's not much to know about me. I'm just Daniel <laughs> Owens, um, and I love the Lord, um, and I'm through through what God has uh, uh, gifted me and, and and gave me assignment to do, I'm I'm able to I'm able to do and go and I've been all around the world preaching the gospel and and I'm excited. It's something about when when you preach the gospel, it, it brings peace, it brings comfort, it brings confidence, it brings wisdom, and I love being in that vein. You know, I was in the funeral business for 21 years, and then the Lord called me out of that, and let me tell you something, when you're leaving your profession and do ministry, that can get nervous all by itself, yeah. but when you trust God and believe God, he will make a way out of no way. Amen, amen. Well, you know, maybe, maybe uh, as we dive into this topic today, we can kind of start right here. Some years ago, you organized a unity walk. Yes. And did, did did we do that more than once? Yeah, we actually yeah. did it more than once, and yeah. we actually did it in a c couple of counties. You're right, right. And uh, so so the underlying um, uh, topic and even even theme, and I don't know if you use this as an organi organizational title, but it was people loving people. People loving people. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, so I mean, really, you were addressing some of these things mm -hmm. that we're talking about today and that we've just preached about years ago. And so it's been something that's been on your heart and on your mind uh, for years. And I remember us, you know, here in uh, Sanford, North Carolina, we, w we walked from the Depot Park and we walked uh, down to the courthouse. To the courthouse, yeah. And, uh, 
and we basically had a worship service. Yes, we did. <laughs> right, we there on, right there on courthouse ground. Yes, yeah, sir, we did. That's right. That's right. And uh, it, was, it was awesome. I mean, you know, people from every background, ethnicity, mm. and color together worshiping the Lord. And, uh, you know, I, I remember thinking at the time, this is... This is what heaven's going to look that's like. That's it. That's it. You know? and, and something, um, and it's called people loving people. Um, that's what the Lord gave me because, you know, if people learn how to love people, then this world would be a better place. I believe this right here. believe that, that God says, hey, just do this commitment. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. If we do those things right there, I promise you, you get a more view of how heaven would look. And, and that, was the, that was the heart of that, people loving people, is because I believe that if we just learn how to love our neighbors, no matter how they vote, no matter how they look, no matter how they, uh, how their background, how their culture is, how their religious, whatever, love them anyway. That's right. If you love them anyway, you can be amazed how much relationship that can come to, and then you can, then you can, then you will find that you have influence over that person and lead them to Christ or lead them to a place that you want them to know about. And you know what? And that's really the thing about this podcast, talking about being a leader. It's really about influence. Influence. And and if you and if you don't show that you care about people, you have no way to influence them. No. People don't care. People don't, people, what, what people understand is this, is that if you don't care about me, you ain't gonna, I ain't going to give you the power to have influence over me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You got to care. You got to show that you have some sense of, some, that you care about me, that you, 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 you won't, you, you, you have a, you have a, a passion for me to get to my destiny. And right. once, once you realize that, then you can say, wow, if they see that you care, they will start. Um, they'll start following you, they'll, say, they'll start hearing what you had to say, and they'll start taking your information and apply it in their life. Well, you know, and, and isn't that the bottom line of what Jesus was talking about That's when he it. said that? They asked him the question, you know, about, you know, uh, you know, serving the Lord. I mean, what's the greatest commandment? Yeah. You know, well, it's love the Lord first, but he, he said the second is, is like unto it. It's, in mm -hmm. other words, it's right, it's right up there mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And he said, all the law and the prophets... It's almost like the, at the time he was saying the whole Bible because yeah, that was the Bible. Everything is wrapped up in those yes, things. Sir. And yes, if sir. we don't do that well, mm -hmm. we're not going to do anything else well. Mm -hmm. I like one version of the Bible says all, all the all those things hangs on this, meaning right. that that this is what holds everything together. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's amazing. But if people get that concept right there, you'll be amazed of what we can do because there's power in unity. There's power in unity, and and I love that word. I mean. Of course, Psalm 133, there's only three verses in Psalm mm -hmm. 133, but it talks about, uh, it talks about uh, the anointing oil on Aaron, and it, you know, and it, it covered him, basically, yeah. is what it's saying. But it talks about, and it mentions unity, and it says, and there God bestows the blessing. That's it. It's where unity is that the blessing of God resides. And if we can't walk in unity with the rest of humanity that God created, you know, I, I would go so far as to say, what good are we? <laughs> what, can, I, listen, I, can I go a little deep on that scripture text right yeah, there? Yeah. Uh, you said that's what the blessings bestow. Mm -hmm. Now, let's look, at, let's look at how God works. Mm -hmm. the God works by he uses people to bless other people. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we hinder the blessings of God because we don't like a person or we don't hang with a person. But sometimes you got to find yourself in the network or the, or, or the fellowship of a person because you don't know how they can bless your life because God only blesses through the hands of people. That's right. He says we are his hands and feet. Right. Blessings don't drop down from the sky. 
You don't look up and say, okay, I see Pastor Dale, your blessings coming down from the sky. No, no, no. Right. It comes through people, and sometimes it's people, it's sometimes it's through our enemy. Sometimes it's to those to, to confidants, sometimes it's to comrades, and sometimes it's to constituents. You know what I'm saying? Right. So so our blessings come through people. That's why he says that in the midst of unity, that's where your blessings are bestowed. Man, that's and that's so good. It's so true though. And and you know, when we hear things like this, we're like Wow, it's not, but it's not like I never knew this yeah. or I never heard it before, mm-hmm. but we need to hear it in, in the context, though, of what's happening in our culture yeah. today. And so that being the case, you know, again, there's been a lot of racial uh, conflict and disunity in our nation, our culture, especially in the last few years, it seems like it's amped up yeah. uh, more and more. And so, so, you know, question for you, what, what do you think is the main corporate behind this divide why is why is it increased even more and and so what's behind that that we can identify what the problem is well I, well let's um this is this is the problem is that is it's this is a spirit what people don't understand is I know people are looking at the news and people are looking at dividing and how on, on social media, but there's a spirit behind this. Right. And the and, and it's the enemy because the Bible says and the Bible says uh, in in First Peter five and eight the enemy the, he's like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. Right. That now that word devour means to take apart. You know what I'm saying? And he's trying to take things apart because he understands that if they come together, then they will overthrow me and they will get a piece of heaven right here on earth. And I got to allow them to be able to persuade them that heaven ain't all what it's cracked out mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. I've been there before and, and, and I, I'm telling you, it's, it's a controlled place. You, you don't want to go there. You want to come down with me. So he, what he does is he puts into our minds and he puts seeds of doubt, seeds of 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 of, of, of I'm bringing people apart because right. he understands if I can get them in a silo situation, then I can beat them down. I can get mm-hmm. them, and they can become my influence instead of Christ's influence. You know, that's really good because, I mean, you mentioned the word silo. That's kind of what we do. We section ourselves mm-hmm. off in these different sections. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like even like social media. Yes, it. There's algorithms in the social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or whatever, that whatever we like and whatever we comment on and those kind of things, it's like, okay, I'll show you more of that. Mm-hmm. And we don't hear from people with different thoughts, Mm-mm. We, you know, and we, so we, and then we do it personally, yeah. right? We only get together with people who believe like we do, talk like we do, and, uh, and, and everybody is separated from one another, and from our silo, we're shouting at one another across the way, but we're not talking to one Mm-mm. another, Mm-mm. you know, and there's a difference between shouting at one another or typing on a, you know, on, on our phone or whatever and making a comment mm-hmm. on a post versus sitting down together and talking with one another. For the Bible says, come, let us reason together. Right. Now, mind you, Pastor Dale, let's, let's, I mean, Pastor Greg, I'm sorry. Pastor Greg, listen to this. Um, I love you. You love me. We have a wonderful friendship. But we have some disagreements. We, if we go down there, it's, it's some places that we don't agree on the same page with. Right. But that's, that means that we, we don't be friends? No. No, what that does is, let's talk about it. Let me get your view about it. Let me get my view about it. And then we can at least understand what you, where you're coming from. And, what, and I can understand where you're coming from. And then I can respect, that's a big word here, respect yeah. You know your position on it, yeah. but and, and know that okay, he, this is his issue on it. But that's, does that change our relationship? No, that's just how he feels and that and how God has what God has what God has placed in his heart and how he's convicted of what he's convicted over. And because we all different, right? 
Right. That's right. So, so what, what would you say, okay, so we've got people listening today that, you know, how, how many people that don't agree with you on certain things are you friends with, right? And there's a difference between, you know, like you may not be able to be best friends with people that like totally believe and do things mm-hmm. that are opposite of you. I mean, they're, they're not, they're, they're not a faith maybe. And, you know, they like to go out and party and go to the bars or something. And that's not what you like to do. Mm-hmm. So you can't go hang out with them there. So, so how can you make some inroads though to befriend, right? Befriend someone. There's no difference between being best friends with somebody and befriending yeah. someone to have a conversation. What would be some ways that people could, uh, be reach across some lines, break down some walls, and befriend some people, and have some conversations. What would that look like? What's some ideas? What we what, I, I, what it's, it's scripture. Yeah, the Bible says if you want friends, show yourself friendly. <laughs> you know Good. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so what people what you have to understand is, first of all, you got to be able to be kind. You got to be able to. I, I, you want you want to know what the world the issue with the world is today? Yeah is that we are always in a rush. True. We're always in a rush. We got to get from point A to point B, and we only have our agenda in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, and I want to challenge everyone on this podcast this week, I want you, on your prayer time, I said, Lord, Lord who you want me to come in contact mm. with this week? Good. Make it, because you have to be intentional. What, what people don't understand is the power, you have to learn how to be intentional mm-hmm. of what God wants you to do, because when we're not intentional, we just say, oh, it, it, it was a God thing. No, no, no. The Bible says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So you got to come up with a plan like, okay, if you're at work and you work in a factory or somewhere and you have a group of people who eat lunch together, who hang together, who hang out together and then you have these group of people over here and you have these group of people, what what, what you need to do is just, hey, 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 let me get the note. What's your name? Ask ask them the name first. And then what I've learned in a conversation is this when you want to get to know people, don't tell them about you, let them tell them about you. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, what you enjoy doing? You, you find yourself wanting to be interested in them. Mm. Because I'm learning that when you start a conversation with you, with a person and you're always interested in yourself and what you have done and what you have overcome, that turns people off. Right. But when people feel like, oh, wow, you want to know about me, that opens up a door that says, if you're interested to know about me, I want to know about you as well. So then you start saying, let's have a cup of coffee together. Let's have dinner together. Hey, hey my, my guy, child is having a birthday party. Let me invite, can, can you bring your child over to my birthday party? You, it's simple things like that yeah. to create opportunities that you may be able to say, hey, listen, I'm going to reach beyond this line. And you know what? Understand this, that it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes. People need to understand, <laughs> yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Right. But you have to push through of being uncomfortable right. because when you're comfortable sometimes, all it does is allow you to be have a stagnated life. Mm. Man. So you have to be uncomfortable. Get get used to being uncomfortable. And before you know it, you, this will be, become a lifestyle mm-hmm. of getting to know other people. Right. And then before you know it, you'll find yourself, as what they say in high school, you'll find yourself popular. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because yeah. you have a heart of getting to know people. And it's not about you, but it's about them. So so get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. Right. Uh, meet somebody that you don't know. I mean, today we're specifically talking about somebody with different background, different race, different ethnicity, 
and, and go talk with them. But when you talk with them, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pick up on your points here. <laughs> when you're talking to them, don't just come up and tell them all about yourself. No. Be, a, be, a good, be a good listener. So that means asking some questions that gets them to, to tell to, yeah. you who they are. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that's one of the biggest divides today. We think certain things about certain people, you know, by, by the way they live, by the way they vote, by where they live. Mm -hmm. I mean, all kinds of things. All yeah. right? We could come up with all kinds of things. And we, we have preconceived ideas about them. But it's amazing, though, when we get to know somebody, first thing we find out is they're just human. They, 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 yeah, they, they're human, just like me and you. Just like, you know, they're not some alien from outer space that came here to destroy, mm -hmm. you know, your life or something. Yeah. They, they are just a human being, and they, they have some of the same needs and wants that we all, we all want to be loved, we all want to be cared for. And, uh, and so get to know them and have them talk to you and answer questions and those kind of things about, about them. And so... So, and here's what I'm thinking, all right, the next time, so you're talking about, you know, moving on down the road mm -hmm. and, and inviting them to your kid's birthday party and inviting them out for a cup of coffee and those kind of things. The next time you're with them, number one, remember their name. Remember the name. <laughs> remember the name. <laughs> That's important. You know, and then secondly, um, if they've told you something about their life or some, some struggle they're going through, how's that thing going? Yes. How's yes. that going? I, I remember you telling mm -hmm. me about what's going on with your family. How, how's that situation? And they begin to think, wow, they really care. They care. They care. And then because I, I've been in so many situations, I'm terrible. I, now, I'm terrible with names sometimes. I'm terrible with names. But I, I, I'm a face person. If I see your face, I can tell you what we talked about. And you say, hey, kid, hey, my mama's going through cancer, whatever. Yeah. And I can tell you, hey, I've been praying for your mom how's she doing right you know what i'm saying and that right there lights up that i mean that lights them up and what yeah. he, what has helped me through this pa um, pastor greg is this is that i was when i was in the funeral business i had to learn how to make people feel like they was a million dollars yeah i don't care how much money they have i don't mm -hmm. care where they came from side of the tracks from mm -hmm. and that's how if you have that intentions is to make people feel good about their self and somebody care, you'll be amazed how many relationships that you get. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I was thinking, you know, one thing that I, I've really learned is the image of God, okay, the Bible tells us that we're all made in the image in, of God. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna be born again, if we're gonna be saved, we, we come to Christ and we ask him to come and to, you know, his blood to cleanse us from our sin and those kind of things, but we're all made in the image of that's God, it. right? And so and so that I think that's the first thing we need to remember when we're when we're talking about racial issues and those kind of things is it's not uh, the image of God is not set in one race. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's set in every human being. We're all made in the image of God. And the Bible tells us that when we get to heaven, there'll be people from every nation, every tribe, and every tongue. Every tongue. <laughs> Everybody's going to be there. That's right. And so, and so if, if our circle of, of, of influence, okay, let's just use that word again, okay? Mm -hmm. The people that know us and that when we're around, we, they, they listen to us. If our circle of influence is people that are just exactly like us, we're missing the fullness of what God, that's how it. God created things to be, mm -hmm. you know? And so, so if, if that's, if, so if we're talking about influencing people today, okay, mm -hmm. I would say we're all leaders in some form, that's in it. some way, mm -hmm. okay? So, because we have influence. And so, again, influence on our jobs or in our families or in the church or in the community, um, so here's, here's a thought I have on that. So I think sometimes we uh, are, are, have issues 
because we misunderstand one mm. another. We don't know one another well. And uh, we make people of a different background, ethnicity, or color feel uncomfortable around us. How do you think sometimes we do that unintentionally? Like sometimes it, for some people it may be intentional, but I think we're talking to people today that, that maybe we do it unintentionally. How do we make people sometimes feel different or separated from us unintentionally, do you think? Well, I do believe that this, we're fighting a generational curse. Okay. I do believe that because, um, because what happens is um, everybody parent has taught them and in their influence circle and their their influence circle and so it never has broken the back of the curse mm. that generational curse mm -hmm. where it's saying how am I going in this generation how I'm going to break the back of this curse by not not just hanging in my group or not hanging in my class or not hanging with my race how am I going to reach beyond this racial and so but but what happens is People are taught things through TVs, through social medias, through parents around the table talking about certain um, races or things of that nature, mm -hmm. and now it sows the seed. Right. Now that's all. That's all the enemy wants is a seed, and he can make it into a monster. Right. And so, and, and so we get these preceptions mm -hmm. from things that we hear and we see, and we put it all together, and that's how we get. Uh, that's how we build this person and, and, and judge this person by what we think and what we have imagined in our head rather than getting that know that person who they really are. Right, right. And so I, I, really, I really believe that, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's preconceived ideas mm -hmm. that we have that I think we need to lay down preconceived ideas, right? Whether it's been sown mm -hmm. in the past uh, through generations that mm -hmm. have come down before us or whether it's things that we listen to, yep. right? Uh, people that we listen to, social media, what, whatever it happens to be. And uh, so I remember uh, many people may know who John Maxwell is. He's a leadership guru, but, mm -hmm. but, he's, but in his past, he's been a pastor yeah. as well. And he, um, he, he said this one time, and it stuck with me. He said, when you meet someone, to begin with, put a 10 on their head. Yeah. Okay, in other words... Think the best about them mm -hmm. to begin with and let them prove you wrong. That's good. That's good. Don't don't put them at the bottom mm -hmm. first and 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 make them mm -hmm. try to prove themselves. Yes. You put a tin on their head. And he said, sometimes because if you approach that person that way, it, it they, they will respond in mm -hmm. that way. And I, I know for myself, even times growing up, maybe employers, mm -hmm. they think you're, you know, they just automatically, because I was a teenager or yeah. something, they think that, you know, you're not going to do a good job. And, and it almost made me think, well, I might as well not. Might as well. Might yeah, as well. because they, they don't think good mm -hmm. about me anyway. But if somebody puts a 10 on your yeah. head and they think the best about you, you respond even to mm -hmm. them in a better way. And I think, you know, whether it's racially or otherwise, whenever we meet someone, we need to think the best about them. Let them prove you wrong. That's, 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 that is, I think that's wonderful. It, it makes me think about a little story um, in school. Everybody in school had their friends that they hung with, they, their, group, their, their group of friends, their group of network. And, and, one, and, and some, something about it is when one of the friends in the group have an issue with another person, it brings them back to the group to talk about them. So now all your group of friends don't like that person because this person don't like them. 
Right. You, you've never met them. You've never met them before. Them. Yeah. And then years, I mean, uh, or the, year, the year go by and you have a class with that person. You get to know that person. Be like, wow, you're not what they say you are. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, what all this time I've been not liking you because somebody else didn't like you. And that has created that opportunity where it's been a disconnect and I never got a chance to get to know who you really are. Mm-hmm. But now that, and that's, I believe that's how the world is sometimes. And, mm-hmm. it, and it brings things in. That's why it's good to put that 10 over their head and say, I'm going to, I'm gonna let you prove me wrong, but I'm. But, but 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 as far as I see right now, you're the best person in this world. Right, exactly, and I and I believe that's the way Jesus operated. Yeah. You know, he 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 was. I mean, he would talk to anybody. Think about think about this. I mean, he would hang around with the lepers, mm-hmm. right, uh, and and bring healing to them. Or he would. Uh, they, they accused him of uh, you know having dinner with sinners. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dinner with sinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, though, Nicodemus, a high-ranking Pharisee that was truly searching, mm-hmm. wanted to have a conversation with him. And Jesus would sit down and talk with him because yes, he knew. So here's somebody that's up here. Here's, here's other people that are way down. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter to the Lord. If, he, if they were truly seeking truth, he would give them, you know, uh, that time yeah. and spend time with them. Why shouldn't we? That's that's a good point. I, I, I want to I want to pin this in there because uh, now that scripture t- it says, "Love your uh, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Love your neighbor as yourself." I think people have an issue with loving your labor as yourself, that part, that part right there, because mm-hmm. a lot of us don't value our own selves. Mm-hmm. And being that we don't value our own selves, we allow other we we allow people to let us be the trash can. Mm. Now, now get this, because how in the world can I give you a 10 if I only think five about myself? Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that, and I'm telling you this from, a, I'm telling you this from a story standpoint, because I grew up, and in, 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 let's be authentic here, right. I grew up, and I, I didn't grow up around a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, you know, we lived in little, Broadway, they call it even a community called Hokum Town, you know. Right. And it was mostly just black people in that area. Mm-hmm. And so when I got around white people, I thought they were so superior to me. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because of that, like I've never been around you. Right. And so I always thought they were better than me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so I devalue myself mm-hmm. and thinking like I'm trying to make sure I don't I don't hurt their feelings, make sure that, you know, because because I feel like I'm devalued mm-hmm. because I never I communicate. I never had a chance to get a person no one on one and become a genuine friend to them. To say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think there's a point there where you have to look at yourself and say, OK, listen, I'm going to give a person a 10, but I got to remember I started off with a 10 too. That's good. That's you know good. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that and, and I think and I think honestly, diversity sometimes is that some people in their own class keep their selves in diversity because they what they feel about another person and they say, let me just stay here because I'm comfortable here. Right. You know? Right. And yeah. so I really think that that's a point here too that mm-hmm. you need to look at yourself. Right. You need to say, okay, what do I what do God think about me or what do I think about myself? Mm-hmm. That'll help me communicate and that'll help me get uncomfortable in learning how uh, to build relationships on the on the other side. Exactly. I, I think that's really a good point because if if we see like the example I was giving, Jesus would you know, anybody that approached mm-hmm. him that was looking for truth, he, he would spend time with them. So if, if we know our identity in Christ, if, if, if we know how much he loves us and how much he values mm-hmm. us, right, that God would send his only son, That's it. That's right, it. to shed his blood on a cruel cross for us. 
for me, and he values me that much. But we see, though, that he values everybody the same. Nobody is any higher than Mm -mm. someone else Mm -mm. or less than someone else. And if we truly understand that, first of all, about ourselves, then we can understand that about each other. Uh, And then that will help build relationships. And that's very important in this time and season, Mm -hmm. because once we learn about our, and I think that, uh, I think that in this society today, in 2021, mm-hmm. being that we have social media at an all-time rate, uh, uh, IG accounts, Twitter accounts, that we don't have a lot of social activity between people. True. Now, now get this. Now, I believe more than ever, believe this or not, that we have come a long way than what we used to be. Right. I, I do believe that. But I believe with, through not having social activities that it's going to cause us to go back as far as we can. Wow, that's a really good point because I, th- I thought the same thing. I, you know, uh, you know, I, I've thought, you know, from where we were, you know, years ago, mm-hmm. we have made a lot of progress. Okay, we have come a long way, but then in the last, you know, twenty years or so, we've gotten so into like I said earlier, yelling at each other from our silos. That's and it. sometimes that's from our computer screen mm-hmm. um, that we uh, we have less personal one-on-one mm-hmm. contact is what you're saying. That's it. Less real social mm-hmm. uh, contact with one another. And so that may be one thing that's drawing us backward. Instead, I think we need to get off of our phones and social media mm-hmm. accounts sometimes and get with people. That's it. Talk with people because with people. you have to. I, I'm learning this is that, and and you know, I what burns me up. You want to know? We want what just chops me up a little bit. All right, here it comes, folks. It's um, and now mind you, you should see on my Facebook page. I have I have quite a few friends, and so I have friends on different sides of the spectrum. I mean, from all the way from far left to far right. You know, I have my all in between. Yeah. And then I watch people sometimes, mm-hmm. and I watch people. I know I, I met probably I met them before, and I see them fighting with another person I met before, and I said, this is not how none of these persons are. Face to face, but when they get behind this person, yes. it gives them a boost of energy. Like they can talk and do whatever they want to do. But if somebody was standing in front of their face, they wouldn't even be doing they that. They would never do that. So I don't know what it, and, and and that kind of irks me because I'm like, that's not how you are. <laughs> yeah. But what happens is we have an audience, right? And we want to look in front of another way in front of an audience, whether whatever that audience is, mm. and to see people like, oh, this is how I truly am, right? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and that causes divide. Right. Sometimes you're saying, uh, I think, it, it's not just the person we're talking to and having the conversation Mm-mm. with that we're thinking about. When we're typing that out, we're thinking about everybody else is going to see this, and this is going to make me look good. Yeah, it's going to make me look good. They yeah. gonna, it's going to give me status. Yeah, that's right. what we, It's going to give me power. That's what, that's what, that's what it is. Mm. And, 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 and because I'm thinking today's, and, and, okay, I know we're talking about unity and diversity, mm-hmm. but I'm at a point now in my life that it's going beyond just unity and diversity for its culture and, um, and, and race. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is beyond that now. Right. Because now as you see that every time the enemy can get a chance to divide wherever he can divide, Anywhere. he's going to divide. Right. Now, 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 because there's issue, especially what, what, what starts to divide is this, mm-hmm. is what your, what, your ear gates is, what your ear gates is hearing and what your eye gates is seeing. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. What, that's what's the call to divide. And then right. what may, it makes us feel uncomfortable. Uh, uh, he go, he go. I was in a meeting, uh, a city council meeting, and, um, and you know, it, it, we had a lot of stuff going on, and, and, I, and I noticed a person changed their whole demeanor 
because a person did a thing or something like that. And that's what happens is we, we automatically don't like a person because they didn't do something that we like. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. that, and I believe that's causing divide. Right. And, and, and I, I know I'm probably going a little deep here, but I'm here already. I'm already out here in the deep. Hey. Um, but <laughs> Let's just swim out here. Yeah. But, but the thing about it is people. We want people to act like us. We want people to do us, and we don't want to have communication with us. But if you make, if a person only you only like a person because they believe like you and act like you and whatever, and they're in your, um, they do what you want to do. That's the spirit of control, right? And that's the spirit of witchcraft. Mm. You know what wow. I'm saying? So that means that, that is going deep. <laughs> <laughs> because because that's what we want. We want people that we can control. Yeah. In our circle. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Rather than being influenced and, and being taught and, and being able to, to, to gain wisdom, mm. that, that, that gives us what we can grow and what we can reach beyond the lines. We want to stay right here in our circle. And if you fit it, you get in where you fit in. All right, so 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 go, going back, okay, so we're talking about being an influence, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're only around people that think exactly like you and are exactly like you, mm. you're not influencing anybody. Not they already are influenced. That's it. That's to it. believe the same way you believe. That's it. And so just thinking about it, let's just think about it, stepping back a little further from a, a Christian and non-Christian perspective, okay? okay? All right, so... We, we sometimes, even as Christians, we narrow down our field of what we consider influence to just Christians. That's it. Because I've asked people before, how many non-Christians do you really know? I'm not talking about, you know, well, I know there's a guy over here that I hear on the job, and he sure does curse mm-hmm. a lot, uh, you know, whatever. But do you know him? I mean, how, how well... How well do you know people that aren't even Christians? Because you can influence. Again, what was Jesus accused of? Eating with sinners. That's it. That's it. I mean, that was like to the Pharisees, that was the worst thing mm-hmm. that he could that they could call him was, was somebody that eats with sinners. But Jesus said, I, you know, the, the well person doesn't need a physician no, or I, doesn't need a doctor. Don't need one. Why, why <laughs> yeah. are we here? <laughs> right, right. And, and, and us as his ambassadors, he's sending us out mm-hmm. to sinners to eat with sinners. Eat with sinners. Eat with sinners. And, and, and you know, what people don't understand is this, Pastor Greg, is that how in the world are you going to populate heaven when you're already in the church and you're already hanging with people? Now, let me tell you this. I, and I, and I, I've learned this, and this is what I had to I had to I had to kind of check myself because when you grow up in church, you're always taught the rules and regulations of what you can do and what you can't do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would say religion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or the law. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Um, this is what you can and what you can't do. And so you can't hang out with this. You can't do this. And I realized, Lord, how am I going to be an evangelist? <laughs> how am I going to win those to Christ if I don't go amongst those? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I've learned myself getting relationships mm-hmm. with people that don't know Christ. That's, that's, who, that's who I want to have relationship with. Right. Because those are the people that I'm trying to use my influence to bring them over to Christianity. Right. So they may be able to be disciple and they can reach people. That's the only way that we're going to be able to do what God has called us to do is to get around sinners. Yes. Yeah. And if the truth be told, let me tell you, if the truth be told, we all sinners. Can I get an amen to that? (laughs) (laughs) So so we got to find ourselves at the workplace. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. We have Bible study at lunch. Yeah. yeah, It's good to have Bible study at lunch. Don't get me wrong. But you need to be trying to get some folk that don't don't know Christ in that Bible study with you and just have them inside of a group. You know what I'm saying? It's time for you to take down 
around those boundary those boundaries yeah. and go beyond go to the places that you're uncomfortable with because mm-hmm. how in the world you're going to be of a light if you in a and if how in the world your light is going to be affected in a place full of light right that's that's exactly i mean i mean the light is seen as brighter when it's in the dark that's it right when i go in a dark room i want to flip the switch <laughs> and, and i want to turn on the light so i don't stub my toe <laughs> right <laughs> And uh, and so that's the way we should be because we want to bring the light to people that are in the that's darkness, it. right? So, all right. So, kind of winding down a little bit here. Let's see if we can. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that speaking of those kind of things, okay. Um, all right. As the church, okay. And I'm ta- we're talking to a lot of people in the church right that's now, okay. Mm-hmm. But again, I want to be sure that we have the same definition. The church is not a building, okay. The church is the people, the people of God, okay. So we're talking to a lot of people of God right now. So if we want to bring down those boundaries, okay, let's just say, let's just say for most churches, okay. So Daniel, you're you're in a church and you're serving in a church, uh, Life Springs Church, yeah. right now, that over the years has been primarily a Caucasian... Predominantly white church. White church, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, But you guys have brought down some of those walls, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think one thing is having you there as a leader, Mm -hmm. you know, and having a position of leadership there has helped with that. But let's say that we're talking to some people that are in churches. Again, ours is primarily uh, a white church, Mm -hmm. okay? So... If you were telling me some ways that we could break some of those barriers and be in not just inviting, but when people of color, dif- different backgrounds and ethnicities come into our church, number one, because we're inviting yes, them, that's okay, it. that's mm-hmm. got to be a key, I know. But when they get here, how can we how can we make sure they feel like they fit, like they're not outsiders? They're here, and somebody said welcome, but yeah. <laughs> but make sure that they feel like, hey, this is a great place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I, I fit there. Mm-hmm. What 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 can churches, not just ours, but any church, do? Well, first of all, you want to make a person when they come and and, and be a part of your church. You want to make it some sense of ownership. Okay. You, you gotta you gotta have stock in the game, as as, as people say. Mm-hmm. So what 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 my thing is is to get that person first of all love on them. Mm. When they come here the first time, don't just let them come through the door for the first time. Get their numbers. Mm-hmm. Get their information. Check up on them during this week. Hey, how is how's your daughter uh, Shantae doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, she did so good in kids ministry this week. I just want to see how she did in school. She told me about her teacher, Miss Grind, and she said that just yeah. making that information going beyond because if people feel love, they'll come back. Yeah. Because I'm learning this. The reason why people, young boys, be in gangs is because that sense of being a part of something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they have ownership in it. They have ownership in it. So mm-hmm. when people come in here, you want to make sure you want to love on them, love on them, and build them up. Mm-hmm. So then once they get built up, they can help up build other people up. And guess what? Guess who they're going to invite to the door? Their group of influence, which which guess what? Probably looks like them. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's so right. if, if you're learning how to, if, if everybody in the room is learning how to reach beyond that level and say, okay, I don't want to just, I don't want just influence of friends and build them up and let them reach. But let me get, mm-hmm. let me get a Hispanic. Let me get a Japanese. Let me get a, 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 a African-American friend and, and love on them, getting him, get them, get stocking again, getting them serving and getting them to do and guess what they they have a group of influence that they're gonna that look like them act like them that's going by here and before you know it you look up and you got the the color of the rainbow in the room 
Yeah, that's 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 great, and and I think you know one th- one word that you mentioned earlier, I think which is a which is a key uh, for us is you mentioned about being intentional. Intentional. Okay, and I think that that is a, that is there's there's a key takeaway for us today is that uh, is if we're not careful, we we get in the silo mm-hmm. and we get around people again, whether it's so on social media as well as in person, we just get around people that that are just like us. But Mm -hmm. if we're going to reach people Mm -hmm. with the love of God in some way, then we've got to be intentional and break some of those boundaries, Mm -hmm. tear down the walls that have, even our culture is built up. I believe that that the church is supposed to set the culture in the culture, Mm -hmm. right? And And so with so much division today, I believe the church needs to step up and stand up and be the Mm, example of what uh, unity Mm -hmm. looks like between people of all different backgrounds and nations and tongues and races Mm -hmm. and whatever. You know, we got to be the example because the world is not not heading in that direction. We got to go against the stream Mm -hmm. and and we've got to stand up and be uh, the example of what that looks like and and, and it'll look so good, right? I mean, you know, I, I always go back and think of, I mean, there were so many, there's, there was a lot of great things that uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. said, okay? But that, that one thing, you know, dreaming of one day. One day. Right? When it gets to this point where, where when, when we look at somebody, it won't be about the color of their skin, but the content of their character. Of their character. Right? And, uh, and if we can break down these walls that have have caused us to not see that and to see people and we can see again that they're made in the image of God mm-hmm. and that God loves them and and he wants to love them through us yes, and it. you mentioned that earlier and so we're his hands and feet to mm-hmm. reach out to them and to love them and uh and so I think that is that is that is some of the keys that we've talked about today but we've got to do something yeah. it's it's not just it, we can't give mental assent to mm-hmm. this and say that was good and then keep living the same way we've been living. We've got to make a change in how we, how we approach people, deal with people, talk with people, and being intentional about reaching out to people that are different than us so that we can share the love of God with them. I, I wanna, I wanna say, I'm going I'm to give these points right here mm-hmm. about intentional, okay. and then um, I think this will help. Okay. Being intentional. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're talking to leaders here. This is a leadership podcast, right. and this is we're talking to the church, which is leader of the world, supposed to be leader of the world. So we, we're talking about leaders here. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about leaders here, you have to be intentional and strategize on how you're going to get from to your goal, right? That's right. And to get to any goal, you have to have a plan. That's right. So so my so this is this is intentional. Is when you wake up and you have your devotion, uh, we sometimes we have to. S- say particular prayers like Lord what is my prayer today what what what, what do I want to see God do so I, I, I want you to get particular or get intentional about your prayer life say okay Lord I want to be able to cross boundaries it's uncomfortable for me but I need for you to you I need for you to make opportunities and make me aware of those opportunities that I come into that I may be able to communicate with somebody that don't look like me and don't act like me right. that's in that's that's being intentional Good. so and write that name down because let me tell you about Lord I don't know if you know this 
but God talks back to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, he yeah. give you he give you things to say, or he he he'll make it come back up in your spirit. Like that's the person I want you to reach out to, right. and write that name down. Now, mind you, you might not be able to get to them on that first encounter. Yeah. No, 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 because sometimes they'll be done shut down. Right. So, but you got to go back to the second encounter. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what I've learned is this: the Bible says, if I had a hundred sheep, would I leave ninety nine in the wilderness to go find the one? I need for you to just to worry about the one person now. Don't right. try to get the multitude. Right. Find, be intentional about one person. Yeah, one person. Great way and, to start. Yeah, one, just one person. Get one person in mind and build a relationship. Because I believe this right, without a shadow of a doubt. If you need a person, if you want to build something with a person, it has to first start with relationship. Yeah. And when you be intentional about how, what you pray and get God give you who that who that person is, then it's time for you to build relationships. You don't get build relationships overnight. Sometimes right. it takes a process. Yeah. But I'm telling you, through that process, you'll be amazed of how that um, that 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 influence will come on them. And before you know it, they'll be in church, in serving, and they've been on took off. And and before you know it, they're at a higher position. You are in church <laughs> because you you got them here. Yeah. Start yeah. with the one. That's be intentional great. about the one. And you'll be amazed at what one person can do because this person gonna get this person and that person gonna get this person. For you and before you know it, you ain't gonna be able to house nobody up here because it's just it's gonna be thousands and thousands of people come just yeah. to be a part of something bigger than what they are. It's uh it it it. It goes from uh, addition to multiplication. That quick. Yeah, 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 and 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 that's and that's what we want to see, and so I mean I think those are some really uh, those are some really good points. Mm. I mean. That, that encapsulates what we've talked about today, but gives us some practical track That's to it. run on That's now, it. right? Because I believe, like you said, being intentional even to the point of praying, God, lead me to somebody. That's it. Right? And and you know that that's God's will, mm-hmm. so you know he's going to do gonna it. He's going to answer. So when he says that's the person, we got to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And step out and and not say, oh, I'm not sure, Lord. You know, give me another sign. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's the person. They got a bad attitude, Lord. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you heard how they talk. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, he, this is the one. And and so we've got to be. Yes, we've got to be intentional, but we got to get out of our comfort zone and and do that. And so I think I think you know. Um, I think this kind of thing challenges all of us, it does. right? Because uh, I think sometimes we're all uncomfortable mm-hmm. in, in some settings and to talk with certain people or whatever. Especially, may, sometimes he may give us somebody to talk to. We feel like just in the natural has a higher position yeah. than us, and mm-hmm. I can't approach them or whatever. But uh, it's amazing. Again, we've got to see people are just people, mm-hmm. and they have the same needs and desires as we do, just the basics, right? Yeah. And uh, and so we just need to be able to step out and get out of our comfort zone and love on people. And going back to uh, what, you know, the, the the thing that you organized about the unity walk and everything, it's people loving people. People loving people. It's, it's, not, it's not, you know, Let's don't divide it out and say it's it's whites loving blacks and mm. blacks loving Hispanics. It's just people. people, 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 people. Right? That's how we see. That's how we see one another. Is you're another person that God loves. That's it. And I'm gonna spend some time with you. That's it. No matter where you come. I, and then I learned this. This this is another test. If you wanna if you wanna see, okay, because some people say I am diverse. I have black friends. I have this friends. And no, this is what you do. Go through your phone list mm-hmm. and see all of the people how you connected. Right. And 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 look at okay, I'm connected to this person. And you can look how diverse you are. You got go to your phone list and see, mm-hmm. okay, do this person look like me, act like me, mm-hmm. vote like me or whatever. Uh, you have to, and you can see your 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 round of influence mm-hmm. through your contacts. Right. Right. And again, we have to see that that level of influence is is 
to make a difference in, again, our family, mm-hmm. our community, our, our, our workplace, wherever it happens to be. And if we're going to take advantage of, of uh, the Great Commission, go into all the world, it didn't say go into just the parts of the world mm. that look like you. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. All the world, mm-hmm. you know, and preach the gospel. And, uh, and, you know, some think, well, that's not talking to me because I'm not a preacher. You're going to preach the gospel by how you live your life Ooh. and how you interact with people. That's it. You're preaching the gospel. You're pr- every day you live, you're preaching. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so well... Daniel, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do this again. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for uh, thank you for your time uh, your time uh, at One Hope and bringing the word. Thank you for your time today in uh, in this podcast. Um, yeah, if, as I look through my list, I can say yeah, uh, Daniel, I we've been we've been having lunch and dinner together lots of times. We've been rolling. We've been rolling deep for a long time. You know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I and I am better for yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Knowing knowing you, man. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you. More I appreciate than ever, you. Man. I just want to say thanks to everybody for joining with us today. Thanks to Daniel Owens for his time with us today on the Resilient Leader podcast. And uh and so, again, I'm Greg Davenport, pastor of uh, One Hope and uh, in Sanford. And so we want to encourage you to continue watching, listening, whatever you can do uh, as we tackle these important topics uh, about leadership and influence. And you are a person of influence, whether you believe it or not. I hope you have a great day.